0: Nice work, Dan.
1: High gain Breeders' Crown Series 25 we're up to. Three-year-old Trotting, Colts and Geldings final. And, Dan, well, no surprises here. I'm on. I'm with Nodder's Promise. I just think he's got the barrier draw upper hand over his main danger, the locomotive. I expect Nathan Dawson to really roll along in front and uh, make it really tough for the locomotive to get into the race without doing work. How do you see it, mate?
2: Yeah, probably similarly to you, Toby. Look, the horse that I probably, uh, um, at the value, I think is a really good chance, although it's been well-found enough now, is Shaq the Anvil. Thought its run was really good, Um, a great opportunity for Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars to learn a little bit more about the horse first run from last start. I thought he was terrific uh, doing the work and probably gets at least, uh, well, he gets a bit of a a barrier draw advantage here, Shaq the Anvil. So uh, I've definitely got him in the mix. I've narrowed it down to three um, main chances. And they are 4-12-3, not as promised the locomotive, but also giving Shaq the Anvil a winning chance as well. And that would be the three I'd put into the uh, the early quaddie. Uh, the next best, What's Up Party Time, who's got the gate speed to cross early and then um, mm. perhaps uh, take a trail, um, if so desired. But I think Andy Gath has got What's Up Party Time going really well to be considered a top four hope here. So 4-12-3-5, and, and then it thins out a little bit.
1: Did, did you see who Shaq the Anvil beat at his last victory at Ballarat back in April? Not as promised. Um,
2: not as not as promised, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah, yep. which
1: is, stands out a little bit, doesn't it? The other one to throw, does, in, yeah. throw in a contention, I had James Herbson on earlier in the week, Dan, and, oh dear, Atos Dynamis, you would have put more time into getting that right. But uh, he said it carried a flat tyre in that heat and... Could have got a lot closer with all things being equal, and uh, he he was sort of saying that he wouldn't be surprised for a top four, top five sort of performance for that horse. So if you're playing multiples, uh, it is well worth including into your multiples. And I thought Grumpy's probably another one, Dan, that um, could be worthwhile getting a mention. He goes, he's been racing really well. He's got that second row draw, but. I'd expect he'll race sort of midfield, not do much and then come with one run at the end and I wouldn't leave him out of your top four, top five either, mate.
2: Yeah, look, I think you can make cases for each of those and you probably want to find that bit of value in your trifecta's first fours. Grumpy's certainly going well enough and Etos Dynamis, as you mentioned, still lightly raced. Uh, This is only its fourth start and really all three runs have been quite quite, uh, decent uh, and with a good gait um, as long as uh, he's professional enough and When he won his his debut at Kilmore, he looked a talent. Like, when you can beat a a handy enough field, even if it's in a maiden, particularly in the trotting ranks, you can get a a bit of a feel for them. And that run at Maryborough, it was a bunched finish, but it was a decent performance against horses that had won races. Yeah. There's no doubt you're you're right. If you wanted to pluck one out at 125 to 1 that could run well, it might be Ethos Dynamis.
1: It just might be. What were your top four again, Dan? I didn't write them down. 4,
2: 12, 3 and 5.
1: 4, 12, 3 and 5 for Dan. And I'd throw in 2 and 10 into the mix for that third and fourth position. Uh, We're up to the the 11 o'clock news. We'll take the news headlines. We'll come back. We'll turn our attention to the Highland three-year-old trotting Phillies final, which I think is a much more open race than what the market suggests. It's an intriguing clash with a lot of gate speed between a couple of key runners and some real stalkers back in the field.